Father, this morning, that is, that's our prayer, our prayer of praise for you, God. You are, um, you're perfect in all of your ways, and God, we, we celebrate you and we praise and honor your name, uh, Father, because you are good. God, you are so, so good. And Father, as we dig into your word this morning, and God, explore uh, your truth, uh, your, your, your instruction, and God, how you have unfolded your love for us. God, I pray that it, uh, it, it speaks deep into our hearts, and God changes us gives us new new energy, new desire, new passion for you, renewed energy for you. And so God, this morning, you speak in only ways that you can. God, I've got nothing to say, but I know that you do. And so Father, use me as your voice and speak to us all today. And we pray this in Jesus' name, amen. Go ahead and have a seat. Again, we, uh, we just say thank you for being here this morning. And I don't know about you, but to me, worship was really good this morning. And not because it was better than Charlie cause, and Lisa, because I think they're absolutely awesome. Um, but what's really fun is to stand here at the front of the room and hear and I'm not listening to anybody's voice in particular, and I can't tell whose voice is whose except for Karen's because she's right next to me. But it was just beautiful this morning. There's a guy in this room that sings amazing tenor, and you don't know that you do, and I'm not sure who you are, but whoever you were, you should, you should come up here and lead worship for us. You, it was good. I'm going to figure out who it was. Maybe Donnie, and we'll... Uh, We'll get Donnie a microphone, but there was some incredible, you say no, <laughs> there was some incredible worship this morning, and so thank you, um, and I know Charlie uh, says thank you as well, uh, we're, we're just so excited for he and Jen, uh, they, uh, he texted me just a second ago, I wasn't just texting in church to be doing that, uh, but they, uh, they're on their way and looking forward to their cruise, Harvey just got back from a cruise, um, I know lots of people enjoy those. I'm not a, a cruiser like that. Give me a car, and I'll cruise down the road. But there's something about a boat way out in the ocean. I saw too, the Titanic too many times, and now I'm scared to get on a boat. But anyway, we're, uh, we're celebrating Jen and Charlie and their new adventures together as a family, and include, of course, Belle in that as well. And uh, just... We're, we're just so happy for them. And if you have your Bible this morning, and man, I hope that you do, join me in Psalm chapter 33. We're, we're only going to read three verses this morning as, as we unpack some things and begin a new series together. And the series is called In Between, and hopefully... When you go home later, you're going to understand where the, the logic comes in that, but it's kind of got a tagline too. In between, it's where the struggle resides, or where the struggle lives, or where the struggle brews, 
And, and I hope, again, that you'll understand and you'll get that as, as we go along together today. But we're going to look at th the last three verses of Psalm chapter 33. That's 20 through 22. And just to give you a little bit of context as we get ready to read, um, this chapter of, of the book of Psalms is titled, at least in my Bible, I'm not sure about yours, Praise to the Creator and the Preserver. And we, we celebrate God. We did this morning in our worship as our, our creator and our preserver and our sustainer. And we understand, and more than likely, David is the author of this chapter, but we don't know. It doesn't specify and it doesn't say the author doesn't identify, identify himself, but we can see and hear and understand that the psalm is full of praise of our Father. So let's, let's look at those three verses together, and they will be on the screen if you don't have your Bible with you this morning, or your Glow Bible, or whatever you use. And I want to just say, and I forget to say this every week, we have Bibles. They're back there on the table, and if you don't have one, and you would like to have one of your own, please tell us. Uh, we have those. They've been provided by some very generous folks. And we would love to put one in your hand so that you have one where you can study uh, when you're away from us on Sunday mornings. But Psalm 33, pick up in verse 20. I'm reading from the New Living. It says, We put our hope in the Lord. He is our help and our shield. In Him our hearts rejoice, for we trust in His holy name. Let your unfailing love surround us, Lord, for our hope is in you alone. And as we get ready to, to dig into this whole idea of in-between, there's something that I want you to, to know and to understand in a different translation. And I don't know, does anybody carry the New American Standard Bible with you? That's usually not one that somebody carries with you. That's one that's as true to original as you can, well, in terms as you can get. But in the New American, what's recorded closer to translation, our soul waits for the Lord. And that word waits is, is so important and, and want us to kind of take just a second and, and consider that because if you look at the word wait or waits in the original, it means there's an earnest expectation. There's, like, like the word says, a waiting, but it, it, it goes deeper because it means that we are longing for our Lord. We're anticipating our Lord. Our hope, as my translation says, our hope is in Him because we're putting our hope, we're putting everything, all of our trust in our Lord, and that those words are so very true for us as believers, but and that's where this whole idea of in between came from. So let's let's try to get an idea of what just what all of this means and what we're going to be talking about for the next three, counting this one four weeks. Today is just kind of an overview. It's the, let's, let's get an idea of what we're going to be talking about, give a couple of things some definitions, and then next week we'll start digging into some specific things 
that I'll tell you what those are in just a couple of minutes. But just want to want to kind of lay some groundwork for where um, this idea and, and from the Lord, this idea of being in between. I do a lot of listening. Karen says I don't. But I do a lot of listening, and I pick on her all the time. You'll, you'll just kind of get accustomed to that. She's used to it. Ten, twelve years of doing this, she's heard me pick on her a lot of times. But I do a lot of listening, and lately especially, I've done a lot of listening, and I've done a lot of watching, and a lot of praying. And I'm just curious, does anybody agree, does anybody else in the room think that this world is a mess? Yeah, this world is absolutely a mess. And I know that you hear it too, but I hear it all the time. And I've, been, I've just been trying to hear and to listen and trying to be careful to not let it overwhelm me. Uh, one thing that I have done, and I think I've shared this with you before, but one thing that I have done is I've quit watching the news. Because if you watch that, and, and we did, especially during the shutdown in COVID, we had the news on all the time. And it was depressing. I, so now that's just kind of the rule. At night, we'll usually watch one half-hour segment just to kind of catch up with what's going on with some critical things. But we don't keep the news on because it's just it's absolutely crazy. And the truth is... All of this stuff that's coming at us is affecting each and every one of us in different ways and in the same ways, and it's creating within us a struggle, a, a deep-rooted struggle. And as the saying goes, not to be cliche, but as the saying goes, the struggle is real. There, there's nothing about this that we can just write off and that we can just tell somebody, well, just get over it and, and, and go on. You know, used to, that would be something that my parents would tell me when I was growing up and things would happen and they'd say, boy, just get over it. Get up and go on. But today, with some of the things emotionally and some of the things that are going on in the world, that's honestly not something that we can just tell people. Just get over it and go on. And, and we've learned that in our family, especially over the last year. Uh, there's just so much stuff that, that's going on around us. And if you're anything like me, one of the things that I'm going to be this morning and through this series is very transparent with you, is one of the things that, that with me that's been going on, I just sometimes feel like a walk-in time bomb. Just like I am ready to explode at any minute because of all of the things that are coming at me and I'm sure that you can you can relate to it because relate to it because all of this stuff that's going on in the world around us it's conflicting it's confusing it's condescending even to us um, as educated and intelligent people and I can it just can build up all of these issues around us and and I just sometimes just feel like a bomb ready to go off and really have to step back and again I have turned the news off so that I'm not hearing that because I'm getting enough everywhere else but here's I think for us a, a 
not a struggle, but a, a reality for us because it's just in us and who we are. We want to solve stuff. Things are going on around us, and we want to help, and we want to resolve things, and we want to solve problems for people. There's lots of teachers in this room, and I know you're like Karen. You want to solve these issues for these kids and help them so that their families can get help because you love them. And it's just like the people around us that are going through struggles. We want to help, and we want to solve those problems so that, so that their life is better. And, and this is a, a little bit different. I'm not saying, especially to you teachers, that, that you do this, but you know, we kind of we get to looking at things, and we, we get caught up in some of our opinions sometimes, with some of the big picture stuff. And no, <clears throat> some of our opinions are valid. And, and some of the ways that we would resolve things are, are valid, very valid. But we look at the big picture stuff, and <laughs> I say this too. You know, I think the president should, I know y'all don't have an opinion about him. And maybe at work, well, if my company would just listen to me, or if my principal would just listen to me, or, huh? Karen says she doesn't say that at all, never. Um, and then another one, and Karen doesn't say this, I say this. This is being honest. She doesn't say this. I tell her, you know, the problem with that school is and, and I know I've focused on just a couple of things, but there's all of these issues around us, and we all have our opinions, and we all have our solutions. And again, some of those things are very, very valid, but we can't fix everything, and then there's struggle. But then let, let's go a little bit deeper, because it's not just big picture stuff. We all have stuff in here and in here, that we're struggling with every day, every moment of every day, that small, what the world would say, that, that small picture, personal kind of stuff, those things that are, are close to home, the things maybe behind the doors that nobody else sees, those, those heart things that are going on and the stuff in our family. I'm not whining, but just kind of give you just a brief view of just my week this last week. Um, Charlie's gone, and we've, been, we've known Charlie was going to be gone for a week. I bet I have been turned down, and not in a negative way, but I bet I've been turned down for someone to come and lead worship with, for us this morning by about 20 people. Um, the last one was Friday while I was in Lubbock. Last-ditch phone call that didn't work out. Why were you in Lubbock? That's a great question. Because Wednesday night, I got a phone call late Wednesday night, and dads especially, you'll, you'll relate to this because of the way the phone call goes. The phone rings, and it's my daughter, and of course I answer, and she says, Daddy, I'm okay, and then but, and starts crying. Heart sinks. Yeah. She was rear-ended Wednesday night, going back to her apartment. Um, 
Dad instinct kicks in. She can't go, but I'm packing a bag. And I'm gone to Lubbock. I got back last night. Um, Sarah is okay. Praise God. Sarah is okay. Absolutely fine. That car is not. Um, and I don't know what we're going to do. Right now we're in the battle with two different insurance companies because there were multiple parties involved. And I won't tell you the whole story, but I don't know if we're going to get a rent car or her car fixed or anything like that anytime soon. But, man, it, it was just those things going on in life. And I was wanting to solve everything. And I'm out in Lubbock, and I can't solve the worship leader issue. And I can't solve the problems for Sarah and her car. And I can't solve problems for Karen. And did I say Karen's car? Sarah's car. And I can't solve problems for Karen at home. And, man, anybody else? You know, it just it, it's just this life thing that we're going through. And real talk, as the saying goes, and I had to look that up to make sure I knew what I was talking about. Real talk, when we just talk about things candidly, openly, without any nice filters. You know, and that's, that's where we are all in life, in the struggles and in between, and I keep talking about in between, but in those things that are playing tug-of-war in our heart, and we're in between in our feelings and in our emotions, how do we deal with something? How do we act in a situation? How do we face what's in our face? How do we get through the struggles? And then as believers, because I always, wanna, I always want for us to bring this to the truth and the reality that we're, we're followers of Christ. And just like we read in the verse, our soul waits, our soul hopes, our hope is in the Lord. But as believers, we do, we put our hope and our faith and our trust in the Lord and those are big churchy words and sometimes those just don't fit the reality of the struggle that we're having in life right I mean sometimes for me the guy standing up here telling you how to get through all this stuff sometimes those church words just don't work because there's a struggle and I'm stuck and I want to fix it, and I want to deal with it, and I know in whom my hope is and who my soul is waiting for, earnestly expecting, but the guy takes over. And sometimes I just can't get out of in-between. So let, let's kind of define what this whole thing of in-between is, because I've said that now about 45 times. It's a place of restlessness. And Karen helped me kind of dig this out a little bit and define it a little bit better. It's a place of restlessness where we wrestle with things. And it's between where we want to be in Him and between kind of where we are in reality and we get stuck in between make sense because I don't want to move on if that doesn't make sense it's because we've we've got all of this stuff that we're dealing with and we want to take care of and then we know that we're resting in and waiting for our Lord 
But we, we're here, and then life happens, and we just kind of keep creeping over towards this side of the world, or not the world, but reality. But we, we know as followers of Christ, we can't just ignore Him, so we, get, we just get stuck in this restless place between options. We kind of make them options and opportunities and even choices we haven't made yet. We're just kind of we're just kind of stuck and we find ourselves in between in a struggle, in a battle, in life trying to live in hope, but it just I, I just again being transparent and honest with you, it just makes me dizzy. Again, you know, that, that bomb that feels like it's just going to go off at any second. But I just, I, I feel dizzy. I just, I feel like, man, what am I going to do? I know in who I trust, but man, I want to take care of this. And I'm just in this rut, this place, this in-between that I just need a breath of fresh air. And I just need some release and I know in whom I trust but and so I'm in between and just to kind of take the honestly to take the 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 weight off the room just a little bit because that's kind of some heavy stuff this reminds me and this is one of those late night last night thoughts it just popped in my head and I don't know if it was bad food or what it was but it just popped in my head this whole idea of in between it fits perfectly and reminds me of our city slogan between a rock and a weird place. Because I have my rock. And my hope is in my rock. And my soul earnestly waits for my rock. But life has me struggling in this weird place. That I don't know what to do. So, I get in between the rock and the weird place. Isn't that cool? And I don't know, that may have been Taco Bell. But... <laughs> It, it, it fits, and, and I'm going to market that. I'm not going to share that with the city. But that's, I mean, that, that, honestly, that's exactly what I'm, I'm talking about and sharing with you. And, and I hope, uh, I, I, I think that you understand. And what I, what I want more than anything as we go through this series is, is for us together to walk through this stuff and to understand that we're all in this together. We're a family here. And I always, in my text and things that you guys get, it's capital PF, and I probably need to add you two back there to it. It's a capital PF family. And we're a family. And we're in this together. And here's the truth for us. We don't have to rest. We don't have to struggle in this in-between by ourselves. Because as a family, we can walk with each other together. 
We can live these experiences out together. We can hold each other together, hold each other accountable. And maybe, maybe one of us has been through something already, and we've seen how the rock can work. And somebody else with the same thing is over here in that weird place. And together, through that experience, we can walk that together and not get stuck in between because we're moving forward together and we don't have to stay focused on the in-between but together working together walking together we can focus on the rock where our hope is and in whom our soul waits. Amen? So let's, let's go back and let's look at these verses again together because that, that whole idea is critical for us. And I, want, I bet when we read it the first time, and some of you are pretty smart. You may have caught this, but I bet you, you maybe didn't. But catch this. Look at these verses again. We. How many is we? It's more than one. We put our hope, or the other translation, our soul waits. He is our help and our shield. In him our hearts rejoice, for we trust in his holy name. Let your unfailing love surround us, for our hope is in you alone. See? Get it? We're not in this alone. This struggle, this stuck in between, this battle that we're all fighting. We, I, do that on my own. I take it on my shoulders and I get stuck. But we, together, as a family, don't need to be stuck in between. And don't need to wonder and battle and fight alone because we are a family, and we can get through this together. That's what the verses say. There's one author, but the author is writing about us. This isn't a solo battle. So let's take a look real quick at what we're going to be talking about over the next three weeks. And right now, I've only got this planned for three more weeks, but I'll say we'll see. There may be something that develops as we go along, and it may extend a little bit. But next week, one of the things that gets us stuck in between, one simple word, fear. Fear is natural, but it's powerful as, as an emotion that we carry. And it, it carries lots of things along with it, dread, fright, alarm, panic, 
There's real fear, implied fear. And it can leave us absolutely paralyzed. In between, just stuck. And that word, that's in the Greek, that's where we get our word, where we develop and derive our phobias from. There's all kinds of phobias that I can't even say because they're too long and too complicated, but fear sometimes just cripples us. Next week, we're going to talk about that in-between being stuck in fear. The week after that, on the 17th, these are close, but they're two different things. We're going to talk about being stuck in-between in anxiety because that's another thing that will take over worry, nervousness, unease, depression. We're not going to talk clinical stuff. I wouldn't even try to pretend to talk clinical stuff about all of that. But we are going to talk and explore and look at, from a biblical standpoint, the whole idea and reality of being stuck in between because of anxiety and hopefully as all of these will pull out of that in whom our hope is, our rock, and in whom our soul waits. But anxiety is a big issue for all of us. And then the 24th, uh, this will be a fun one. We're going to talk about integrity. Because integrity is one of those things, being honest, having strong principles, but we can get stuck in between. And one of the things that I like to say about integrity is that's when we do the right thing, even when nobody's looking. That's integrity. But we can get stuck in between in integrity. And there's a cost to this. And sometimes we may measure and look at those costs, but a lot of the times I don't think that we really weigh the cost of our integrity either way. And there's a big, a big cost with us either way. So that's, that's where we're going to be for the next three weeks. And again, we may, because one of you may say something to me about, hey, what about this? And we might add to it. I'm open to, to input if, you, if there's something that you, hey, what does the Bible say about? Or how do we as believers not get stuck in between with this? Share those with me. And maybe we can, we can explore those together. Because again, we put our hope in the Lord. And what I want you to really capture and help me, remind me, we are in this as a family. We're growing together as a family. We're going to live and walk this out together as a family. And there's a lot of things in our future as a church where we can help each other do that as well. Just want to remind and, and give an invitation to men. We meet at 5.30 Wednesday nights at West Pecan. We have coffee and we talk about real life guy stuff. And how do we get through these struggles together? Please come, join us, 5.30 Wednesday night. Ladies, 5.30, Torchies, they want to have queso. I don't understand that. But the ladies, Torchies, Wednesday night, 
They'll pull another table up. We will at West Pecan, too. Uh, join them. Just life conversations. How do we do this together? And those are just two of the things that we have going now. There's more that we'll be doing later. Let's pray together as we wrap up our time, and then I have a couple of things to share with you before we dismiss. Father, this morning, um, Father, we just, we do, we rest in your word, and we rest in the truth of that psalm that we put our hope in you. And God, as, as we explore these things that are, that are so critical, God, that are so heart-wrenching, and God, where we just get stuck in between. God, I pray that over the next few weeks and in conversations and as, as we do life together, God, that you would reveal to us more of you, and God, that we would share with each other and walk with each other and help each other as we grow together. God, we love you so much. Thank you for the truth of your word. And God, thank you that there is an answer. And God, that there is a way out of these things where we get stuck. And it's in you. And God, help us to remember that and to always look to you for those answers. God, we do thank you for this morning. And we praise your name. In Jesus' name, amen.